So on behalf of Brother Ganella, Brother Clater, myself, your pastor, Monsignor Deutsch, uh, on behalf of the deacons and the staff here at St. Patrick, we wish you our choices, blessings, and graces today. Merry Christmas, everybody. So when I was uh, uh, gr- growing up, I was probably in junior high. Um, so, you know, we, have, we decorated our house always in a certain way, and we have this long living room. Far end of it is a fireplace with a ledge, and in front of the windows we have our tree, and it's, it's just a, it's a great place to set up Christmas. And, and the, the manger set that we put on the ledge of the fireplace uh, is something my parents got when they were married 64 years ago. And, you know, we still have it. It's still there. Uh, it was there that day when I was uh, in junior high. And it's a beautiful set. It's made out of wood. It's Italian. Uh, it's got some like, kind of straw thatch roof on it and, and all these beautiful uh, figurines, just so lovely and delicate, these ceramic things. And, and, and so that was all set up. And I was, I was coming out of the kitchen, just back in junior high, and... And, and as I was walking to the living room, I thought to myself, uh, I'm going to take my shoes off. And, and so it's, you know, like I, I'm just at the, this far end and the other end is the fireplace with the manger set there. And, and so I, instead of just like reaching down and untying my shoe and taking my shoe off like any normal person would do, I decided to kick them off. All right. So I, I kicked one shoe off and it landed in the middle of the living room. And I thought, oh, that was fun. So I'll do the other one. And I kicked that shoe off. But it's like almost like... It doubled in velocity, and it was it, it, as soon as it left my foot. I'm like, oh boy, and it started. It was spinning, and I'm look, I can see it in my mind's eye right now, spinning and picking up speed and velocity as it as it was launched, and and I it knew exactly where it was going. It had that perfect trajectory, that perfect speed. This missile that had been launched uh, from my foot and. And, and at that moment, the, the early warning radar detection in Bethlehem went off. And, and, but, you know, the angels were singing so loudly, glory to God in the highest, that nobody heard it. And, and so there in Bethlehem in the manger, uh, you know, Mary and Joseph are looking down adoringly and lovingly at the, at the beautiful baby Jesus. And the, the, the shepherds are there and, the, and, and all the, the personages that, you know, live in that place. And... And even the wise men were there because at our at our house they always came early, so the wise men were there. And and all of a sudden, you know, Joseph looks up and he sees this incoming missile spinning towards towards the holy family, and he and he goes, you know, incoming duck, and everybody scat- the shepherds scatter the kings, uh, go and hide under their camels, and and uh, you know, Joseph he grabs Mary and he falls on top of the manger to protect the baby Jesus, and just as the is the, the missile, my shoe, uh, boom, hits. And the spray of straw and, and ceramic dust and, and wood splinters explodes over Bethlehem. And, and I, you know, I watched the whole thing. I could see the, the mushroom cloud going up on the other side of the room. And, and I walk over, and there's, there's uh, Joseph you know, picking up the pieces and Praise God, the baby Jesus was just fine. And, and, uh, and there's Mary brushing the dust off her blue mantle and, and, and looking up at me with this, like, what have you done? You know? So right then, Mary declared Bethlehem a no-fly zone. And, uh, but as I surveyed the damage, 
Uh, and, you know, it's still in evidence today. I walk in last night. We keep it by the front door now. And as you come in, you see it. Uh, I did my best to repair the pieces with glue. And, uh, but there's still uh, a sheep without a head. We never did find the head. <laughs> there's, a, there's a shepherd boy without a limb. But he's, he's making fun. He's, he's fine. If you, uh, and, but, you know, the, the lasting damage was the... Uh, was the crib itself totally smashed, irrepla- ir- you know, unrepairable, just uh, too damaged. And uh, so my parents, uh, as part of the, re- the, 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 the search and rescue efforts, told me that I had to uh, make a new bed for Jesus. I had to put it all back together, but I had to make a crib. And, and the, you know, there, you couldn't put the wood back, but... I thought, well, what can I use to make a new bed for the baby Jesus? And so I went out into the backyard and I found a couple of sticks, uh, little tiny sticks uh, from our maple tree or something, and I uh, put them in an X. And I took some yarn and started to red or yellow and white yarn, and I alternated them. You know, like when you do that with wood, and you do that little square thing around and around and around. You call that a God's eye or something like that. Well, I, did, I made a tiny one for the baby Jesus. And so when I walk in last night and I saw the headless sheep and the, the, uh, the, the, the poor shepherd boy, uh, I saw the baby Jesus right there in that little crib I had made for him. All these years later, we still have that little crib that I made. And, you know, it, it, it's never been something quite to look at, but... Uh, it's, it's precious now in our, in our family. It's become something that is one of those priceless heirlooms that, you know, someday my brothers and sisters will all be fighting over who gets, who gets that poor little crib. It's that important. And just a simple message today, for, folks, for all of you, that, you know, we, we all come to the major with our brokenness, with our wounds, with our anxieties, with our fears. Do not be afraid, for behold, I proclaim to you news of great joy that will be for all the people. Isn't this what we hear? For unto you is born a Savior who is wonder counselor, God hero, Prince of Peace, Father forever. And we bring all of our wounds and all of our brokenness and we make a bed for Jesus. Take all of our fears, anxieties, worries, all the things of our life that can become distractions from the real goal of life, which is to be the one who is a, a, a disciple of the Savior. This, this God who doesn't stand distant and fearsome, but comes to us in our flesh as a baby, in our flesh so that we know him and recognize him as a baby so that we'll pick him up and love him. And then we'll make all the stuff of our life, all the good, all the bad, all the brokenness, all the, all the things that we cherish, all of our wounds, and, and give it to him. And say, Jesus, this is, this is the only bed that I can make for you. This is the, the poor hovel that I create for you out of, out of the brokenness of my life. But it's the best I can do, and it's all for you, and it's all out of love. That's all Jesus wants. So on this Christmas... Make that poor bed for him. 
out of all the things that we need healed and bound up and loved. Pick him up and kiss him. Hold him and love him. And in doing that, we celebrate Christmas in the way that he wants us to. God bless you all today.